Hello. Hello, Sherry. Yes, this is Sherry. Hi. Hi, Sherry. <laughs> How are it's you? nice to hear your voice again. Same to you. Same for you, I should say. How are you? <laughs> well, listeners, we have a treat for you tonight. <laughs> um, we have a songwriter that I will be interviewing. And this is Angela Maria with Talk It Up coming to you once again with a fantastic artist. <laughs> I'm excited. I've talked to her on the phone. We're going to go ahead and get started because I have written down about 15 questions. Hopefully we'll be able to get to them all and we have a treat at the end. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And I always like for my guests to introduce their own selves. So go ahead, Sherry, take it away. <laughs> okay. I'm Sherry Scott and I'm from Rochester, New York. Um, that's upstate New York, like six hours away from New York City. And I like to write. I reference myself as Sherry, the ghostwriter, Sherry, lyrically insane, Sherry, poetry pot. <laughs> so I have several different names. All right. <laughs> and um, on our phone uh, call the other night, mm -hmm. I did ask you, like, how do you come up with, um, how are you inspired for your tags, names, or your tag names? or what you call your platforms? How are you inspired? Um, in reference to that, how am I inspired as in regards to writing a song you're speaking about? Yes. I, huh, that's a good question. It depends on the situation. Um, a lot of times people may think when a song is being written, it's about that artist's life and it's not. It could be anywhere when I write, it could be personal. It could be someone that I know. It could be simple as hearing a commercial or um, hearing a story. And then I begin the writing process. So it's so many different phases when you want to write a song because it's very diverse. You know, I can do love songs. I can do sad songs. I can do uplifting songs. I can do those hip hop songs that want to go pop, pop off on because somebody did you wrong, so to speak. But right. it's just that it's, it's, it's really a lot of work because you're using your mind, but you have to be creative. I like to do creative titles, you know, something that a person may look at as a song title, but it's not even about that, so to speak. And it just drives them to uh, push that button just to go to the link or to the platform to I uh, guess engage a little bit more because it might hit home for them. Is that correct? Yes, I do. Um, when I write, I just don't write for me. I want to, to touch the listener's heart. You know, I always start off with the hook. And the reason why I always start off with the hook before the song is finished, because I view, I view the hook as clothing and mm -hmm. the verses as the body. And once that hook is completed, you'll be able to dress the verses around that hook. So that's how I always start when I write. Um, I always start with the hook. And even if it's not a song completed, like right now I have maybe 10 songs I need to complete, but I have a hook for each one of them. So when I'm ready to go back, I can pick off where I left off. 
That's awesome. I, I really liked your uh, breakdown of that. So Thank in you. terms of family, do you come from a, a family of musicians? You know, is your family supportive for what you do? Well, um, they do. And far as if I do have family that come from the musical background, um, I would not know. Um, not anyone close, but I recently found out that my mom, she um, entered a contest when she was young. That's when Aretha Franklin was coming out and they were trying to find writers and she, you know, sent it, sent in what she wrote and she was like runner up, but you know, life changes and she didn't pursue it. So um, I'm thinking I get that from my mom because um, with her telling me that, which I'm glad because I was asking, like, I don't know where I get it from. So finally, I do. It's just that she never pursued it or anything, you know, after that, you know. And she was young, so my grandpa didn't want to allow that. And plus, you got to remember, that was back in the 60s, too. So he's not going right. to allow. Yeah. So well, at I, least she that memory, you know. Mm -hmm. At least she got that memory and by her sharing it with you and knowing that she at least, you know, tried and got it right. in. Right. That's just a boost for yourself. I, yes. I, I like that. And yes. have you written any songs for celebrities in the past or currently? I'm trying, um, Angela, very hard to get the attention of the musical world, so to speak, because I have written, um, already written 30 songs. Uh, my producer, you know, he has to do the mixturing and mastering. And he's almost done with that. And he's from Madrid, Spain. And um, we Skype, um, we text, we DM each other. And his um, hopes to be completed, have all my songs, which is solely written by me, to be completed so that um, he can travel to New York City and set me up with a um, meeting with A&R. So um, it's in the works. And hopefully, you know, once they hear, you know, my music, um, they will like, and maybe I can land some kind of deal where I can write for a celebrity. I would be so happy for that, or even resurrect a celebrity's career, you know. So we'll see. Okay, that's awesome. So you are working with um, producers right now, is that correct? Yes, I work with um, one from Madrid, Spain. He goes by the name, I'll just use his. Um, He's Magic on the Beat. He's very well known. He works with um, artists um, in the past. And um, also Nashville um, from Nashville Song Services, what it's called. Uh, I written some songs and they had a team of singers. Just like I'm a double back, just like my producer in Madrid. I, can't, I don't have the vocal skills. So they have a team of singers to demo my song. And that's the same with Nashville. They have a team of singers that will demo my song. They will so that um it can be a complete. Because if I sing, you guys will turn off your radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's about well, that's that. Great. So you're not working along that. It's great. And do you have other, you have offers on the table right now that he's working on? Well, I think he's doing something because he's been quiet for about two weeks. 
And um, I'm just waiting so that um, I can fly to New York. Like I told him, I'm upstate New York. So it's like six hours and I don't want to drive. So it'll just take me like 45 minutes if I um, flew to New York City. Because I do have something in the works. He's setting me up with A&R um, to meet with them. And that's when he's going to hand over all the 30 songs that I've okay. written. Okay. And what platforms can listeners go to find your work currently? Okay. I do have like, let's see, four demos so far um, on social media. And the one that I have a lot of followers is SoundCloud. So instead of giving the listeners this long drown out, you know, um, URL, if you just type in Sherry, the ghostwriter, you'll it'll pull up faster and you'll see me. Okay. And we talked a little bit about um, ghostwriter when I spoke with you on the phone. Mm-hmm. Tell me what is the significance of ghostwriting and what does that mean to you? Explain it to you to your listeners. Okay. First, um, I was Sherry the songwriter. But then when um, the more I was thinking about it, because it's so funny when ones are, you know, listening to the demos that I already have on SoundCloud, Mm -hmm. they think I'm either singing the song and it's not my voice or, you know, they like the beat and they'll say, oh, I love the song, you know, nice vocals. And then it's like no one says, well, who wrote the song? So it's that mysterious part of a songwriter. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say Sherry the ghostwriter because they don't recognize me at all because um, they're only listening to the voice, listening to the beat. But no, like I said, I'll say it again. No one says, well, who wrote that song? You know, Mm -hmm. and that might be more on the business side of the music. But when you have on the platform, they're not thinking about who wrote the song. They like the beat. They like the vocalist. So I'm Sherry the ghostwriter. That makes sense. (laughs) And have you received any awards or recognitions for your songwriting? Not Um, yet. Not yet, but I hope I do. You know, that'll be a very nice um, goal that I would like. You know, I'm a very hard worker. My producer um, tells me, you know, you work too much. And I'm like, my knowledge box doesn't shut up it's constantly Mm -hmm. going so you know I didn't realize Angela when it came to the writing I write the song and I'm like what's taking you so long why can't you and see I didn't understand you know when a person is making a demo the singer has to be in the right frame of mind you know they have to have a good day so that they can bring across how I wrote the song so they can deliver it the right way so I'm learning and plus when he said 30 songs he said that's like two albums and I'm like oh okay (laughs) and that really kind of transitions into um my next question as far as dealing with um the inspiration you touched a little bit on it in the previous uh comment that you answered the question but you know where do you get that inspiration to write you know for example if it is it your life lessons or journeys or is it just world situations where does it come from when you sit down with that pen and paper Mm -hmm. and to flow 
do you execute a completed song right then or do you do a little at a time and then when something hits you you pick back up and you add to it until it's completed oh that's very good question this is how my mind operates there are times i can sit and i can write three songs oh wow and um there are times that i will just write the hook in my in my house i have pen and paper everywhere even in the bathroom if i'm in a shower <laughs> and a thought comes in my head a, t- a song title because that's the most important thing the song title too, because you want the listener to be, oh, what's that about? So I will write it down and I will write the hook because I already have it in my head. So I start off like that. Um, I could write a song right now if I wanted to. It's just, I don't know why, but it comes easy for me. And some of the things that I write is about my personal life. Some of the things I write is about family, some of, you know, what's going on in their life. And some things I just write because it's life in general, what the world is, you know, what's going on in the world, I can write. So um, basically, that's how I do it. You know, I, I, I don't get, and I don't want to sound, I don't get writer's block. And That was going to be a question. <laughs> and, and I normally don't like to say it. Because I don't want to come off as being um, snooty or, you know, but I don't. If I'm going to be honest, I have to be honest all the way. I don't get writer's block. And I tell them, I don't know what kind of brain God put in my head, but I can write. I have to make myself say, Sherry, no, do something else, you know, but I enjoy doing it. And that really just your your answers just seem as though they flow right into my next question because really? I was going to ask you: Do you believe that this is a gift from God, and that once you begin, you know, on paper, you know, you've already talked about that it just flows? But I was going to ask you: Does it just flow, and um, or is it steps to it? So do you believe that this is a gift from God and that's why you don't get writer's block and you're able to sit down and just, you know, transition um, on paper as though it's it's water filling the glass? Absolutely. I know it's God. It cannot come from myself because it's not normal. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to have some kind of, block where you know I can't think of something or I you know I can't think of a song title or um you start to hate it because it starts to become a job whereas I absolutely give God all the praise and glory because I know I am not doing this on my own I've been writing since a little girl but it's been in my head and I never said anything about it I always wrote I always wrote something in my head and that's from a little girl all the way now, even though I'm starting late in life. But as my late grandma used to say, baby, it's better late than never. So So this is something that's been brewing and stirring since you were a child. Yes. I've been writing in my head, not even on paper as a child. 
And I used to always say, you know, when I look at the Grammys, you know, back, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a 70s baby. So when I look at the Grammys when I was younger and I'm seeing Michael Jackson up there and I'm seeing Janet, you know, and all my favorite, you know, celebrities um, that are performing, I always paid attention to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Even though I love the way they perform, they dance, I always was the one to listen to the lyrics. I wanted to know what they wanted me to get out of it. And I know it sounds kind of cliche, but I don't, since as a child, I always did. I always listened to the lyrics. And I noticed when there's a song being played, I can know the lyrics because that's what I focus on. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that's that. But no, definitely, I give all praise and glory to God. And in in what you just stated, it's as though it's a gift. And mm-hmm. a lot of us, if, for example, if we watch a television show, I know how I am. I'm very observant um, mm-hmm. because I minored in anthropology. So it's studying oh, wow. people. So mm-hmm. with you you know, looking at a performance of an artist, you're listening to the songs, the lyrics. It's not just their performance. I call it going beyond ministry. So you were going beyond ministry and really adapting to what they were saying with the lyrics. Um, And it connected with your spirit and you can understand um, their flow better. So how, in terms of that, um, in dealing with um, purpose and, you know, Lord, what's my cause? What's my purpose in life? How do you give back or pay it forward to the next generation? My advice would be is to not let someone change your um, idea. Um, and I'm speaking from a songwriter point of view. You have to know when to, how do I say it? You, you, you have to be your own person. Mm-hmm. Even if they're trying to move you to another direction, if it's not you, don't do it because you're not mm-hmm. going to enjoy it. Everyone is different. Um, just like with me, my lyrics are very tasteful, okay? I don't put it all out there. If I'm doing a love song, I'm not putting it out there because I want the audience to get their own opinion or how they want to feel when it comes to that love song. You know, it's like I like to be mysterious. I use words, you know, to describe the love. And and that's what I want ones of the next generation. You don't take the easy way out. Learn your metaphors, your adjectives, your verbs, your pronouns. Learn how to incorporate those words into a song. And that mm-hmm. also helps keep it clean. My songs, once it gets on air, hopefully, the radio station will not have to edit my words. Correct. And that's what um, I, I say to the ones, you know, stand firm. Don't let anyone take away your dream because the when that person says no, the next person will, and they'll respect you for it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my advice. Don't change you. You know, if you 
like country and that's all that you want to do, that's what you do. They're trying to move you to hip hop or R&B and that's not your vibe. Don't do it, you know, but I'm versatile. I can do if you want me to do country. OK, I'll do country, because if if you really think about it, Angela, it's the music. I can write a song and it still can be R&B, but it's the music, it's the instruments that they put with my words. And then it sounds like a country song. I understand. Yes. So we're coming down to our last five minutes and I have a couple of more questions. Okay. <clears throat> um, are your songs available for purchase? Right now, I'm with United Masters. They are a distribution. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. They are a distribution placement. And what I did was um, I... My music is going to be launched April 5th. Even though you can hear it on SoundCloud, they're going to be keeping track of how many are listening to my songs. And that's how I would get paid, um, is like with the viewers or how many, you know, are listening. Because I'm still learning and I'm still researching. I'm, you know, I'm trying to understand what is a publishing deal. You know, I just want to make sure that... Um, my right, my masters are not, you know, I'm giving that away or I'm giving away, you know, the copyrights of my songs because when I write, I write from the heart. Even if it's a dance song, even if it's a club banger, I, I put all my all into it and I don't want to give that away. So I'm learning as I go. Understandable. And I have two more questions, maybe okay. a minute or so um, per question. Okay. Uh, in terms of mental health, mm -hmm. because it's something that is just very vast in this world with yeah. a lot of things that's going on politically, yeah. um, in the industry of mm -hmm. um, entertainment, and just everyday life. Right. Um, how do, would you explain that writing is a therapy um, or can bring peace to anyone that might be suffering from depression? Well, you know what, Angela, it, it helps because that's what I use as therapy. You know, a person don't know um, anything about you unless you um, answer or entertain, you know, that thought. And if anyone's going through it, you know, um, it's sad because there's nothing you can do, you know, but writing is for me other people may be different in how they do but when I write it's like a form of therapy because I'm not very good at talking about my friends, you know to a total stranger meaning you know a psychiatrist or psychologist so I write you know and um, that's what helps me and it, it calms me and for that you know few minutes um, 15 to 20 minutes you know I get a peace of mind, so to speak. And it is, this world is depressing. And you can even see the singers, you know, they're, they're, they're performing. But look at how many come out as being depressed. And I was just so happy that our people, you know, mm -hmm. put a face on it. Because our, you know, our culture, you know, that's a, that's a word that's a frowned upon. That's a word that doesn't exist. So I'm glad that it's making it easier for other people in our culture to come forward because it's a stigma um, mm -hmm. 
put on us. And it's not from anyone else. It's from our own culture. So, you know, I'm glad that that's happening, that they're talking about it more. And I commend um, Teresa P. Hinton because she um, actually had started a, um, I believe, a foundation that deals with mental health. Mm -hmm. Uh, Money does, it, it, it answers things that are needed. But the root of all evil is money for their love of money. Right. So, um, just to know that she's starting a platform like that, I was like really elated just to hear that. Um, the last question is, what is it that you want your listeners to take away from this interview? I want them to feel, you know, to know that I'm being, I'm real, I'm raw, but I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And I want to make it. You know, of course, financially, because then maybe I can't afford when I'm having these really bad days to go away, you know, out of state or somewhere, you know, because um, celebrities and no, no, no downing them. They earned it. Um, They have all these luxurious places that they can go to settle themselves. But when you're, you know, when you're not financially to that level, you can't, you know what I mean? You know, I would, I just... You know, if I can gain monetary, that's that's good, you know, because it'll help me. And it's not all about me. I can help my family, you know, and why not get paid for something that I love to do? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Name your platforms once again for the listeners that will be hearing this uh, Q&A. Okay. Um, on Facebook, it's slash Lyrically Insane. Twitter at Sherry Words, YouTube, Sherry the Ghostwriter, SoundCloud, Sherry the Ghostwriter. And um, I'm on this platform of this distribution, United Masters. They're located in Brooklyn, New York. And you can also type my name in and follow me, Sherry the Ghostwriter. Sherry, I have enjoyed you, listeners. If you're out there and you're listening, I hope that you would go to her platforms, learn more about her, be engaged, support, and follow her. If you have a project coming up, contact her, negotiate, collab, and see how you can be able to utilize you know, her as your songwriter. Sherry, I certainly enjoyed you on this evening. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you, Angela. And thank you for easing my nerves. You're very good um, at what you do. And I enjoyed it. And thank you for having me on your platform. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That's why I love impromptus because it gives the artist or the entertainer or whoever it is that I'm interviewing the platform just to be themselves with the questions that God gives me to come up with for you. It's your life. It's your passion. So if I ask the questions, you should be able to relate to them. That's just how I feel. Nothing is recorded as far as props or um, plan out and I think that it flows better that way and I, I believe um, we have a special treat for the listeners we're going to yes, call we <laughs> you ready yeah, I am ready listeners ready. thank you for being here we're talking out with Angela Maria we're going to close out with a song from Sherry Woods 
Poetry Pot 101. Check her out. Okay. I'm here. She's getting the song ready, guys. Yes. I'm getting it ready for you. <laughs> and here we go. It's called you, This House is Our Home. Angela, thank you. Thank you for giving You're me the welcome. platform. And I hope I can talk with you again. Oh, yes. We will okay. definitely keep in contact. All righty. Here we go, people. All thank right. you. Thank you. Uh-huh. And while she's getting the song ready... I will uh, have in my link in my bio at Talk It Up with Angela Maria on Instagram. I will be sharing her link to this podcast. And also I'll be sharing three to four posts in regards to Sherry all of this week. Sherry, still there? Still waiting for her to end with the song. She had a song that she wanted to end with. She's preparing. We'll give her a few more minutes. And I hope that you guys have enjoyed this podcast segment with Poetry Pot 101. Please hit the applause if you have enjoyed it if you've taken something away from it when you hear um, the segment or it's post on Twitter, Facebook uh, Talk It Up blog or my Instagram please give your comments thank you I'm not sure if it's coming through. I will be ending this podcast in about 10 seconds. If we don't have it to come through, my apologies. If she uploads it to my uh, platform, I would definitely um, share it with you guys. But please check her out on her platforms. All right. Well, I thank you all for listening. And Stay tuned for a new segment that will be coming up on next week. And we will have a author that I will be interviewing by the name of Theodore Mosley. Thank you guys for listening.